to the Prophecy Club. We're going to be talking about the crusade. I think, and I I don't have a lot of notes on this broadcast, I'm just going to speak my heart. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Okay, so I started preparing my notes to make a broadcast, and I probably will get to it here in the next few days, talking about climate change and uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, had to look that up to learn how to say it, and how she is saying that climate change, if we don't do something about it in the next 12 years, the world's going to fall apart. The world's going to come to the end. I was going to make that broadcast. But as I began making the notes, I kept yawning. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I have come to discover that that is God telling me, no, don't do that. Well, I kept, <laughs> I kept, I kept making notes, um, and I kept yawning. So, okay, finally, all right, Lord, what do you want me to talk about? And I was impressed to continue talking about the Miracle Crusades. Right now, that is the thing that God wants this ministry to talk about. And I think that that is the thing that God is interested in right now. In other words, filling his kingdom. So let's start with that. God promised this ministry, as in Prophecy Club, that these sevenfold Miracle Crusades were going to come. And he started promising this to me over 30 years ago by some audible voice and by vision or dream and six prophetic words. And then according to Maurice Scalar's vision of the courtroom of heaven, Adam fell about 6,000 years ago and was forced to give ownership of the earth to Lucifer, who is now wanting his last seven years to rule and he wants it to begin. But... We were granted a brief delay. I don't know how long that delay is, but if we had not been granted that brief delay, then on about or around January of this year, I hope you're listening, on about or around January of this year, the beast, as in the Antichrist, would have appeared on the earth. Now, he wouldn't have been in his full uh, authority. He wouldn't have been in his chair. He wouldn't have been the Antichrist yet. But Lucifer would have been given his seven years, probably starting this year. That's what that whole courtroom of heaven vision that Maurice Sklar was shown is basically saying. In other words, it was delayed. Now, Maurice has not told me how long it's delayed for. My guess is, and please, this is just a guess, I do not know, but in that it was the last courtroom appearance was three years ago, it's an easy assumption that it's about three years. So let's take that. Let's say it is three years. means that if there is another courtroom appearance in three years, and if all of the names have been inscribed into the Book of Life by that time, then that means that the beast, the Antichrist, will be loosed on the earth That means that the seven-year tribulation is very likely. Now, understand, I don't know all of this. I'm telling you all I know. Okay, I don't know all of this for certain. I'm kind of putting A together with B and trying to come up with C. But if that's true, what I'm trying to say is we don't have long, brothers and sisters. We may only have two, three, four years in that kind of a ballpark, a short time before the tribulation begins. And for a lot of reasons, I think that's highly likely. Now, the whole point of these miracles is to bring in the last remaining souls that are written in the the Lamb's Book of Life, slain from the foundation of the world. In other words, those people who will be saved, their names were written into the Book of Life before the world was even created. 
Now, apparently, this is what the courtroom of heaven showed us, apparently not all of those names have actually said, Jesus, come into my heart yet. And even though it's actually time, this was the whole point of the courtroom, it's time for the seven years to start, meaning that 6,000 years have concluded, and it may have concluded three years ago. But the point is, Lucifer is wanting his time, and he's wanting his last three and a half years for his buddy the beast. He's wanting them. But the whole point of the courtroom, if you haven't read that, then go to that Prophecy Club uh, radio program about three weeks ago, and uh, I read the whole thing. Anyway, apparently he has been granted... uh, Lucifer has been granted seven years. Uh, the beast has been granted three and a half years to rule and reign. Specifically, we will see the beast for time times, the dividing of time of three and a half years, meaning that Jesus is kind of under a bit of pressure. In other words, Lucifer's wanting his time. He's been promised the time, but Jesus has also been promised that all those that had come to me will come to me and no one can pluck them out of my hand. Every one of them that the Father has given me, in other words, there was a book of names given to Jesus before the earth was created. And those people whose names are in that book must be saved before the seven-year tribulation can begin. That's the whole point of it. Now, that brings us to where we are now. A lot of people have been saying, well, okay, Stan, well, what makes you think that the miracles are going to start in 2019. Well, I've covered that several times, but we've got a lot of prophetic words. The Bible says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. If there's one person saying it, then don't pay attention. But in this case, I've got about three different people that are, again, this is in the newsletter. If you haven't got the newsletter, go to prophecyclub.com and download that newsletter, 16 pages. In my opinion, it's by far the best newsletter this ministry has put out in the 25 years it has been going. By far, it's the best newsletter. I'm having people say they read it and they cry. I'm having several, not just one or two, but several people tell me they cry as they read that newsletter. And I said, yes, I know, I understand. It's not about me, frankly. It's not about you. It's not about Prophecy Club. It's not even about America. This is about Jesus and getting his book of life filled, period. That's all it's about. That's what he wants to do is to see that those last remaining names get into that book of life. Well, let me read. They're in the book of life, but he's got to get them to come in to ask Jesus into his heart or into their heart. So all of this has to happen. So how does he do that? Okay, well, you know, we can get up on worldwide radio and TV and come to Jesus. Come on, guys. Come to Jesus. Come on. Come to Jesus. And we've been doing that for 2,000 years. Has it worked? Well, to a certain degree, good. To a certain degree, not so good. I mean, the point is, Jesus is running out of time. Let's assume he only has three years left, and it may be only only two. Maybe it's only 18 months. I don't know. Maybe it's four years. But let's assume it's three years. So if it's three years to the beginning of the tribulation, and so says Maurice Scalar, what he was told in that vision, and I believe the vision, is that we've only got a certain amount of time to get those names that are in the book of life saved. So how do we do that? The best way to get people saved, let me say it again, the best way to get people saved is by miracles. Now, I had uh, one of our supporters send me a YouTube clip of a guy that was recorded, and there was a lot of people there. I'm going to say probably 5,000 people 
they were all black, so I assumed that it was someplace in Uganda or Africa. It, it didn't tell where it was. And uh, they, this guy talked for about an hour, and it has like <laughs> almost 200,000 views in 48 hours. So, I mean, a lot of people watching it. And all of a sudden, towards about three-fourths away through the videotape, people start handing up uh, wheelchairs. And it's almost like the Lord spoke to my heart. I'm not saying he did speak to me, but it's almost like the Lord spoke to my heart and said, I want you to see, and I want you to really look at what you are seeing. Are you seeing miracles? Exactly what are you seeing? So what I saw is this guy talking, this black guy talking, and and again, I'm not prejudiced. I believe that there's going to be a lot of all nations, kindreds, and tongues in heaven. So in the book of life, Jesus does not look at the color of the skin, and neither should we, brothers and sisters, neither should we. I mean, uh, what, what if you were Bree Keaton and God told you to go save the pygmies, these little bitty black people in the Congo? Well, you know, when we get to heaven, Bree is going to have a lot of those people that she was able to lead to the Lord. It doesn't make any difference the color of their skin. Now, so anyway, black guy talking to black people, but what I saw was then they started handing up wheelchairs. Here comes this wheelchair, and the back row hands it up over to the second row to the third row, and it goes up towards the front, and they set it up. Here comes the next wheelchair, and here comes the next one. And then before long, we see these people kind of stumbling along, and it's kind of difficult for them to walk. And then there's another wheelchair, and then there's another. Uh, finally, we got about 15 wheelchairs at the front. And then it shows a hearse backing up to the door. It opens up the back. They pull out a coffin. There's a man laying in the coffin, uh, but his eyes are open, <laughs> and his mouth is open. And so I, I was looking carefully, and they never actually showed a close-up of the guy. And I noticed <laughs> He was breathing, and the guy hadn't even prayed for him yet. And then here, shortly, he's hopping out of the coffin. Now, I want to believe that all of that is real. And, of course, there is no question, he that created the earth is quite capable of doing any miracle that he wants to do. So there's no question God can do those miracles. However, my opinion, those weren't miracles. My opinion is that there was a whole lot of setup to that. So I'm just telling you, this miracle crusade, the very one of the very first things we're going to teach on, I'm having Leslie get up. She's going to take three hours. This is towards the first of it. And she's going to talk on the kundalini spirit. She's going to tell people, look it, if you want to roll around on the floor, best not do it here. You start doing stuff like that or start laughing or some foolishness or some rubbish like that, and there's going to be some people picking you up, taking you under the the room. we got some deliverance ministers that are going to start ministering deliverance because God doesn't need our help. If Look, look, look. Here's the kind of miracles I'm praying to see. I'm praying to see that little Justin. Oh, I, I start getting emotional about this. I love this Justin. He's been coming to our church, I don't know, six, seven years, long time, seven, eight years. Rolls in almost every Sunday. I say he rolls in because I'm not certain that he can even get the wheelchair to move by himself. I see his dad or I see one of the care workers 
take the little knob that is on the front of the electric wheelchair. Oh, I get emotional about this. I see them roll him in every Sunday. I see him set in the same place. He always has to ask me a question. Pastor Stan, and he can, he can, it's, it's difficult for him to talk. It's difficult for me to understand him. Most of the time I have to call his dad over and say, please interpret, because he doesn't, he had some problems, okay? Um, I, I know that he, I, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about his, his disabilities, but let's put it this way. There's no way he could sign his name. If, if he did sign his name, you'd have to take a rubber band and, and rubber band the, maybe, I don't know, maybe I should have him on the radio and, and let him tell you. And you, when you meet Justin, you will know that you are talking to someone that really needs a miracle. There's no way he could even get out of that wheelchair by himself. He came over, uh, and, 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 and we took him to a house that had a swimming pool. He wanted to be baptized, and it took two men to get him out of that wheelchair and down into the water, and I baptized him. Now, once he's in the water, it's okay, but getting him out of that wheelchair, Justin, I love you. I know you'll hear this. I know you listen to every broadcast. I love you. Two men to get him out of that wheelchair. Once in the water, he was okay, and then two more men plus myself to get him back in that wheelchair. I can tell you, uh, there's not going to be any faking, but I believe that Justin's going to attend this crusade. And I'm praying that the real miracle, the sevenfold miracle power, is going to hit Justin. Here's what I want to do. Justin, I know you're listening. Here's what I want to do. When you come in, I'm going to get one or two cameras, get a microphone on you, and I want you to talk. I want you to tell them. I want you to tell them, best as you will be willing to, your story. You tell them. Let them see what a loving and a kind person you are, but let them see just how you, there's no way. No, there's no way you could get out of that wheelchair. You know it, I know it, and only 10 seconds of anybody looking at you sitting in that wheelchair knows when you get out of that wheelchair and you are, and you start running, you're not going to be hobbling, you're not going to be crawling, you're not going to be rolling, none of that stuff. When Jesus hits you, you're going to get 100% total healing. You're going to be like you're 20 years old. We talked about this. You're going to be like you're 20 years old again. You'll be running around the room, jumping up and down, hollering or screaming, Jesus healed me, Jesus healed me. I know it, and you know it. All of our congregation knows it. Now, bub, that's what I call a miracle. That's what I call a miracle. I believe that's the kind of miracle God's going to send. Now, I'm 65. I've never seen that kind of miracle. I've told you about the one and only real big-time miracle I've seen. That's when I laid hands on that racquetball buddy of mine. He was deader than a doornail, hadn't taken a breath, and those around me say it was seven or eight minutes. Boy, it sure seemed more like 10 to 15 minutes to me. But I know that he had been shocked. We couldn't feel any pulse. He was not breathing. I know he's not breathing because I was holding his tongue open, trying to get him to breathe. I know he was gone. Everybody, We all quit. We, there was no one else to give him chest compression. Everybody stopped. Everybody giving up. And because they gave up, I just quite, oh, I get so emotional about this. Because they gave up, I just quietly, everybody stepped back. 
And I just laid my hands on him real quiet like, and I said, Lord, bring him back in Jesus. I didn't even get to the word name. Since I said Jesus, <gasps> he took this deep breath. All of a sudden, his eyes start rolling around. He's blinking. I feel his neck. He's got a strong pulse. All of a sudden, he's back. I went to his hospital room. Man, did you? Did you? Die? Yeah, I knew I died. My doctor said I died too. He said, yeah, I was dead. I know. I said, well, what was it like? He said, man, I didn't know a thing. He said, I just knew I was getting a little lightheaded and I thought I better sit down. He said, the next time, time I know is the EMTs uh, asking me, how do I get a hold of my wife? He went there. He got about 20 minutes. He didn't know anything. But I saw. Now, nobody else. It, there were people standing there. That I didn't make a big deal of it. There, there are people. I mean, you know what? Out of all of that, that fanfare, all of the guys that play racquetball, I have not had one, not one, come to me and say, "Man, I saw the power of God when you laid hands on that guy. He came back to life because I did it so quietly. I just, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything big. The name of Jesus, brothers and sisters, is powerful." It is the most powerful word, the most powerful force in creation, not just the earth, but in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth. And sisters are in there seeing all that are in them. It is the word above all words, the name above all names. And when I said the name Jesus, all of a sudden life entered into him. Well, Revelation says Jesus has the keys of hell and death. What does that mean? That means Jesus is the righteous judge. Jesus decides who dies and when they die, who goes to heaven and goes to hell. He is the righteous judge at both the great white throne and the judgment seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb. He decides. Well, I'm believing. You know, I know some things. <clears throat> I know some things I can't say. I just, I, 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 the Lord's just, he's really impressed on me. Just no, just don't talk about him. Just don't talk about it. It's it's almost like he said, "No, Stan, if you got to guarantee these people, then they don't need to come. They need to come with faith. They need to come believing, or at least hoping. Okay, at least hoping. Now, let me tell you, I believe sevenfold miracles are going to show up at this sevenfold miracles crusade. I believe it's going to be miracles." Like no man has ever seen. Remember, I, I've been telling you this. I've been telling you this. Remember, uh, August 8th, 2015, I said, Saturday night, Lord, what do you want me to, to talk on next morning for your sermon? And I heard words. And they said, this is the time of miracles. And then it was downloaded in my heart. This, as the judgment hits, so will the miracles. I believe the miracles will start in April, specifically April 19th, specifically because God does his big work on his days, his appointment days, his feast days. And April 19th is Passover. And the next day is unleavened bread. And then, of course, three days later is, uh, is um, uh, first fruits. And because we are fasting three days, to come to this, and because we are sowing a key of David seed that opens doors that no man can shut, shuts doors that no man can open, and because we are doing it on feast days, God's going to show up. Miracle is going to start April 19th, I believe. That means sometime between now and then, judgment's going to hit. Now, God's not told me the kind of judgment. I don't know if it's financial problems. My guess is it's financial, but who knows? Maybe it's an earthquake. I don't know what kind of judgment, 
But I know this. I know miracles going to start. They're going to start in April. They're going to start April 19th. I know that I know. Again, God's told me some things. Now, I, I, I want to explain to you what, if you're thinking you're not coming, if you're thinking, let me talk to you just a second. If you're thinking, oh, you know, I, I don't know if work will give me off. Okay, let's say you were back in the days of Jesus. And let's say you were one of the disciples that Jesus said, I want you to go over and get that colt. And if anybody tells you, hey, man, what what you doing? What, why are you taking my colt? You tell him the Lord has need of him. If you'd been one of those people, if you'd been there, and if Jesus said, okay, uh, in, in 50 days, I want you to be in this upper room, and, and I'm going to send a promise. He didn't tell him what. He didn't tell him what's going to happen. I'm just going to send the promise of the Holy Ghost. That's all he told him. Well, see, Jesus has told us more about the sevenfold crusade than he told about the upper room. But had you like to have been there? So if you'd have been there in those days, hey, man, uh, we're all meeting up here in the upper room. Uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna stay there. We're gonna wait until the Holy Spirit shows up. And you want to come? Uh, would you been one that I said? Oh no 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 no! I, I got to work. You know, I mean, the fields are ripened to harvest. Uh, would you been one that said no no? You know, I just got married. I, I got to see to my wife. I mean, would would you have had some kind of a, a excuse? Or on the other hand, we all want to believe that we would have said no no. There ain't nothing. There ain't nothing hold me out of at that upper room. I'm going. I'm going to be there. I want to see the, the promise of the Holy Ghost come. Okay, so you're in the upper room. If you'd have been in that upper room, if you had been in the upper room when the mighty rushing wind of the Holy Ghost comes in, when tongues of fire set on people, when people begin to prophesy, if you'd have been in that room, what would it have done to your life? Let me think about it seriously. Let's get serious. What would have happened to your life? Probably you're a farmer. Maybe you're a rancher. Maybe you had a business. But you go into that upper room, and the Holy Ghost touches you, mighty rushing wind, tongues of fire, people speaking in tongues. You're in that upper room. Your life has changed. I don't know what it is you did before, whether you're a peasant, whether you're a farmer, whether you had a business, maybe a shop. But when you see the Holy Ghost like that, I don't care what you used to do. Now you're on fire for the Lord. Now you're like a little firefly, you see. You're taking the fire of the Holy Ghost to everybody, every place you possibly can. See, that's what I think is about to happen at the sevenfold miracles. This is not just about miracles. We are asking people that are willing to sow an Isaiah 22, 22 seed and fast three days at that believe in the the warning of Dimitri to come. We're not going to ask any other crusade past that to ever do that. All the other crusades after this, they're going to be free. So if you want to come to a free crusade, come to that one. But if you want to be part of the people that are in the upper room, see, this that's what this is. That's what this is. That That's what the Lord's told me. He said, it, again, it, it wasn't a audible voice, okay? It just impressed to my heart. I mean, You want to be a part of the upper room experience in your days? That's what April 19th through 22 is. You go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. 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 Tells you all about it. Get signed up. Get signed up and you make whatever sacrifice. You get off work 
maybe your husband, your wife doesn't like it, don't agree with you. Fine, okay, you know, give me this as a gift. However, look, you pray, you ask, and and look, okay, I don't have the money. Well, if you're supposed to be there, do you think the God of the universe can possibly provide everything you need to get you there? Look, if you're called to be there, look, this is this is an opportunity for you to step into ministry. I'm not saying it's a full-time ministry position, but look, you in that that upper room, if you were there, all of a sudden you're in the ministry because the Lord has touched you. He's touched you with a power that no one, and at that time, no one in history had ever been touched with the Holy Ghost like we're touched in the upper room. But what is about to happen here is the last day's great awakening is about to start, brothers and sisters. And those people that come to this, I believe, will be anointed and will be prepared to be a soul winner, to take miracles, to take the gospel of Jesus, and in your case, also using Bible prophecy to be able to explain, look, you know Bible prophecy? You speaking in tongues? You believe in Jesus? You show up to this? I don't care what you used to do. You might still be doing it, but you're not going to be doing it. You know what I mean? I mean, from then on, you're going to be the Lord's. You're going to be his, his hand. You're going to be serving him. Nothing, 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 nothing in this world is as important as serving the Lord and doing what he has called you to do. You make arrangements. You get yourself to this crusade, April 19 through 22. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, 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 and get yourself signed up. Here's the deal. We asked for a $222 Isaiah 2222C to open the doors. That's what this is about. This is we're asking the Lord to start the sevenfold miracles. What I saw in that video, them handing up wheelchairs, that wasn't sevenfold miracles. Sevenfold miracles to me is when everybody in the whole room spits out all of their dental work and where they had teeth missing, they're now there. Whether they had crowns, whether they had fillings, they just spit them all out in their hand, and their whole mouth is full of brand new teeth. That's a sevenfold miracle to me. I want to see Justin jump out of that wheelchair, and not just him only, and I want to see him run around the room. I want to see miracles. That's what the Lord told me. Miracles like no one has ever seen. No one going back to Adam has said, you don't know. I don't know what's going to happen at this meeting, but I know this. I'm going to go, and I'm going to be fasted up three days, solid fasting. I'm going to be clean. I'm going to be praying. we got 1,500 intercessors plus the 500 people coming. we got about 2,000 people fasting, praying for this crusade. Do you think God is going to show up? You better know he is. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. 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 You ain't got the money? Pray. Matter of fact, here, I'll pray. Lord, everybody you want to be at this crusade, you send them the money, you get them the days off, you make the arrangements so that they can be there. And the people that show up, Lord, like an upper room experience. I ask that you to touch them. Touch them that then on, from then on, the rest of their life, when they pray for people, they also see a sevenfold miracle. That the people in this room Become your ministers for the sevenfold miracles. Like fireflies that have touched a light and they're flying off in every direction, taking your sevenfold miracle crusades to the world. Getting people saved, 
filled with the Holy Ghost. All of a sudden, they have revelations. They're getting angel visits and dreams and all kinds of powerful things that no one, no one, no one, no one in history, going back to Adam, has ever, ever, ever seen. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com. 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 Don't make a mistake and miss this. There's only going to be one of these. Now, we're going to have other crusades, and they're probably going to be free. As a matter of fact, the Lord has told me, well, no, I'm not going to tell you that. But there will be other ones, sports stadiums. We're going to sports stadiums, but there will never be one like this. This is where the ministers come. This is the upper room experience. This is the first time that the Holy Ghost shows up with the mighty rushing wind and the tongues of fire. It's that kind of experience. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'll tell you this, that in the newsletter, I started to write some kind of a disclaimer. Well, like, you know, we can't guarantee, and boy, wow, oh, mm, man, I mean, the Lord really got after me. No, 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 do not write that. Do not write that. Uh, I mean, he's confirmed me, I guess, it's now seven or eight times. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, sevenfold miracles and show up at this crusade. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com Thank you for listening, thank you for your prayers and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless.